0: What's going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the six game NBA main site on Monday. Before I get into the video, because I'm new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I do make videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you're unable to watch these videos, I also upload an Apple Podcast, link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you could take a minute or two out of your day, leave a five star rating and review. That helps me out a ton. Like on the podcast rankings, every single you know rating and review pushes me up. So that'd be greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, if you're interested in signing for premium content, I offer that at patreon.com, Link down below. I offer an esports package as well as an NBA package. Esports includes Call of Duty and CS:GO, and NBA, obviously NBA. Um, and I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If this is your first time watching my videos, or you're just not familiar with Prize Picks, so the idea is they will post. Fantasy scores or fantasy projections. Uh, and you can either take the over or the under on them. And they have second half contests. So right now, you're looking at like second half contests for like this Lakers uh, Suns game. And I think there is an edge to these. Sometimes there's a fourth quarter contest too, for like if you can know the rotations, like know, for example, if a star, if there's like a fourth quarter contest and a star plays, you know, the whole third quarter, then maybe you want to take the under on them in the fourth since they're probably only going to play like half the quarter, right? So kind of knowing the rotations. Uh, like that could, could give you an edge in, in the fourth quarter contest, even like the second half contest of the game's looking like a blowout, obviously. So, um, and these will move. So if you see one that is either too high or too low, you should hop on it. Then, uh, you can mix and match sports too. Again, they got everything they have. Do they have NFL stuff already? They do have NFL stuff, I guess, for total season for the season. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, um, if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up these, go DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You get 100% match up to $100. You put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. And finally, I got to thank you guys again. Hit the 9,000 subscriber mark on YouTube. Really, really crazy to think that I have 9,000 subscribers. But uh, if you guys do enjoy the content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you don't want to go live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow. Make sure to check it out, and let's aim for 150 likes on this video. All right, so uh, before we talk about the the six-game slate here, I just want to give you guys a quick update on best ball. I told you guys it's over, and it is over for me. But I am not complaining, right? The the miraculous run ends. uh, You know, this whole time I've been missing two to four of my best players, and I made it to the finals. Uh, If you guys are not familiar with best ball, they did a second-half contest for, again, all the second-half games. And this is a $555 entry, and I made it to the finals while missing LeBron, missing Kawhi, Brogdon, um, Carlton Towns missed games, Kyrie Irving won on a lot of missed games. So, um, just wanted to give you guys an update for those wondering. Yeah, finishing last. I mean, no Westbrook, no chance, right? Everyone else had Westbrook. you literally average like 80, and you get like overtime every time too. So I literally had zero chance. These are like my final guys that made like my final lineup. You only get count or like the scores for the top, uh, what eight guys. So two guards, two forwards, the center and two utilities, top seven guys. But yeah, had no chance. You look at the first place lineup. There's obviously, you know, you got to get a little bit lucky, right? So he had Westbrook, like everyone else did just went insane. He had Steph Curry too. Obviously good pick. Now Siakam, this is where he got a little bit lucky, right? Cause Toronto's had been playing for nothing. And for some reason, like the last two weeks, they would rest every. They would rest everyone but Siakam. So like, got lucky there. He got lucky with MPJ. The fact that Denver has been very, very short-handed. Um. So not saying like, he he drafted well, but you do have to get lucky here. Um. And I I ca- I caught some luck too to to make it this far, right? I had, what the second round? I needed like Anthony Edwards to get me like I think it was like eight to ten points in garbage time in the fourth quarter, and he did. So, um, yeah, that, that's just a quick recap, guys. Wanted to give you uh, an update for those wondering. And, all right, so I don't think we have any of the Vegas odds out right now for these six-game slates. And one more thing, I guess, for the last week, this is the last week of the regular season, Um, there is going to be a lot more variance involved, a lot more guys, you know, kind of randomly getting their minutes cut, um, you know, maybe random guys resting. So the variance is going to increase, but I think that also um, there's a – there's there's a bigger edge too. It's just riskier, so it's kind of like I would compare the last season of the, of the NBA kind of to like the NBA preseason. If you guys follow me, then we had a great run in the preseason, but it's kind of knowing rotations and knowing what coaches are going to do uh, in weird situations where a lot of guys are resting. So if you're kind of like a cash game player, maybe you take it easy in this last week. If you're like a GPP player, I think you're going to like this last week. It's going to be crazy but um again i think there's a little bit of a bigger edge now with with the season winding down all right so let's start it off with washington and atlanta all right so going over the rest of the washington wizards bradley beal out so oh man I really wish he was playing, because I just hate dealing with these secondary Wizards. But w- we obviously have to on this six-game site. So we got to start with Ruri Hashimura. Who? Okay, let's go over this from, from Scotty Brooks. He's on a minutes limit. Plays 35 minutes. So he was on the John Wall minutes limit. So looks like there's no there's no minutes limit for Ruri Hashimura. Um, in games that Beal... When was it? I want to say three to four weeks ago where Beal was missing games. Rui stepped up to be the clear number two guy. And he, I I think if he's going to play like 35 minutes, this price is too cheap at 4.9K. So I do like Rui Hashimura a good amount for value. Raul Neto, do I like playing this guy? Not really. But I think we probably get more minutes from him. Maybe like 30 to 35. I think he's someone we can look to for value. The center rotation, I, again, I just, I could talk about inferior to me to no end with robin lopez alex len and daniel gafford i will say probably one of those guys is gonna is going to have a good game your guess is as good as mine as who get the who gets the minutes um good luck if you're targeting any of those guys that's all i'll say now davis bertan's a 37 um 35 and 34 minutes last couple games he's not like the best point burn a guy but he's priced below 4k and he's probably gonna have to play big minutes i like bertan's a good amount for value. Um, I think you can make the argument even for Ish Smith. Like he's not the worst point per minute guy if he's going to get over twenty minutes. I, the rest, it's like I don't know if I can get to anyone else. I don't think I can stomach playing Chandler Hutchinson. Uh, no way. And Isaac Bonga. I don't think I can play Anthony Gill. Uh, Garrison Matthews probably not for me. It's just like ugh, it's the end of the bench guys. I just don't think I can do it. But. Really, we got what we obviously Westbrook, right? Um, and then Rui, I like a good amount for value. I think Neto's a pretty solid value play. I like Bertans. You can take a shot in one of those center plays, and then even Ish Smith, I think, is viable. So, Wizards team, um, shorthanded going up against the Hawks, you're gonna want some exposure for sure. Moving on to the Atlanta Hawks, so one of the best possible matchups here against the Washington Wizards. Trey Young, a 9-3, I really like for GPPs. Couldn't you play him I think he's fringe cash game playable. The only issue is. He can be in really good spots and still let you down. Like, he's been a little more up and down. So, I like him more for tournaments. Clint Capella has been a little bit, uh, you know, frustrating lately. He's gotten some foul trouble. He hasn't really had some big games. Price is coming down, but not coming down a lot. Um, but this is the type of matchup against Wizard against the Washington Wizards. Like, you could see, like, 35 minutes and, like, a 50-plus fan support game for Capella. So, he's also someone looking to for GBPs. Bogdan McDonough, again, just playing massive minutes, right? Should play 35-plus minutes. I think he's a pretty solid play at his price. Could you even make the argument for John Collins? Sure. I think we probably get 25 to 30 minutes from him. Fair play in the mid-range. Gallinari. I don't like playing this guy, but 32, 24, 28 minutes last year games. I think we get somewhere around close to 30. 50, 30, and 37 fancy points doing a better job rebounding the ball. I have some interest in Gallinari for value. Uh, Even Kevin Herter, I guess, is playable. So, yeah, this game, just in general, I think looks really, really good. Just reminds me of the Washington-Indiana game a couple games ago. So, or a couple days ago. Now, moving on to Indiana and Cleveland. So, this is not, even though Cleveland's like a bad team, not the best matchup just because Cleveland plays a little bit slower. But Sabonis and Levert, if there's no, if there's no broad, I think they're good tournament plays. I mean, three of the last five games, my boy Sabonis has gone for 75. That is crazy. 75 for Sabonis. He is playing massive minutes, too. 43. Well, that was that game went to overtime, right? Yeah, so well, he's he should play about 40 minutes. Um, I think so. Bonus is a good tournament play, even Lavert, right? No ownership last game went for 70. So, um, those two again, it's not necessary, it's not as good of a matchup. Uh, but I think those guys are still good tournament plays if there's no Brogdon. Now, if Brogdon's in, I'm staying away from the, the Pacers, they're, they're all too pricey of the studs. Value, uh, was Sumner back, I kind of took Aaron Holiday out of play. Now, Edmund Sumner did play 30 minutes. I think he's a fair play at below 4K. McDermott is someone you can always use. Again, though, he's got to hit a shot. So not much else here for the Pacers. And TJ McConnell, 5'7". We probably get about you know, 25 minutes from him, but the price doesn't really stand out. On the Cavs side, uh, because it's a good matchup, uh, if there's no Garland, I think you can use Sexton for GPPs. Allen and Love are both fine, again, because uh, this is a really good matchup with the Pacers that play... Uh, play no defense, play fast. So I'm, I'm okay with either of the front court options. Chetty Osmond missed the game tonight. Uh, so Dean Wade started. He was god-awful, though. Went for 11 fancy points in 29 minutes. If he starts again, sure, you can use him. Again, got we know, is another low-usage guy. Um, and then, like, off the bench, they dusted off uh, Cabangeli, Verjao, Broderick Thomas. I don't really trust any of these guys. If you want to take a dart in any of them for tournaments, go for it. Maybe hope the game blows out. But yeah, that's, that's the extent of my analysis for the Cleveland Cavs. Now, New Orleans and Memphis. So Brandon Ingram, I believe is not expected to play. He didn't play today. I don't expect him to play tomorrow. Uh, Josh Hart. Don't expect him to play either. And Steven Adams missed the game. I would guess he misses. Well, so I, I think everyone this question will be, will be out again. we got to start with Lonzo Ball at 8K. A little bit frustrating that in like, again, a must win game. He only plays 30 minutes, no foul trouble. So like, that's not good. All right, if we're only going to get 30 minutes from Lonzo Ball, it just makes him riskier. So, nothing right now more than a GPP play. NAW came back; he played 21 minutes, but again, a little bit too pricey at six five. Bledsoe had the big game at five nine. He his stats are let's see, uh, they're not up here yet, but I think he he played a little bit more than Lonzo. Um, let me bring it up. Uh, where are the Pelicans? So Bledsoe played 33 minutes. He's at five nine. I mean, back to back, pretty big games for Bledsoe. He went for 24 and 11. Um, I'm good with him for GPPs just because again, it's going to be him and Lonzo kind of running the offense, but Lonzo's a lot pricier. Now with Hernan Gomez and Jackson Hayes, they've both been really good too. With no Steve Adams, Hernan Gomez had a nice game in 22 minutes, one for 34 fancy points and Jackson Hayes once again, another big game, 42 in 26 minutes, six blocks, three blocks and three steals. Now six blocks. Do I necessarily trust this? no. But both both Hornets centers are playing out of their minds. So I, I think both are solid plays. I think you're, they're going to kind of split the center minutes. If they're going to split them pretty evenly, I will actually now go to Jackson Hayes. I thought, like, the, the minutes would be higher on Hernan Gomez. They're not. It looks like they're going to split it pretty evenly. So it feels like chasing a little bit. But, hey, if we're going to get, like, 25 minutes out of Jackson Hayes, I think he's a perfectly fine value play. Now, the Wings, a little bit harder to trust. Najee Marshall at 5K. Should get, you know, 25 to 30 minutes. Fair play. Still prefer James Johnson. He had a nice game in 31 minutes, one for 33 fans points. We know he's a solid point-per-minute guy. He's been popular the last couple slates. I don't think he's going to be as popular because of this price, but still someone we can get two for value. That's probably it. Like here, Lewis got a little bit of run, but not enough for me to consider him. All right, Memphis. So, mentioned Jonas Valanciunas being one of my favorite plays at last slate. I-, I know it's like, hey, he's going to be 1% owned. If he plays 35 minutes, he will crush. 36 minutes, 56 fancy points. Again, they're just extending his run. So he's he should play about 35 minutes here. I love Jonas Valanciunas. As long as there's no foul trouble or something weird that they randomly cut his minutes, I think JV is a really good play at 8-2. John Moran at 8-3, definitely in play for tournaments, though. Um, just been a little bit more up and down. JV's been the, the much more consistent point-per-minute guy, and now the minutes are there for JV. And Triple J started the last game. He played 26 minutes. Per usual, Triple J, he's always in foul trouble. That's why I think he lost some minutes. But I think we could, if he starts again, he could push for 30 minutes here. So, I have some interest in Triple J if he does start. Uh, the rest of the the Grizzlies, not so much. Probably not going to get to anyone else. Like, Brandon Clark at 3-6 will play 15 to 20 minutes. An okay point per minute guy. I just, I don't really trust the rest of this. Like, John Conchar randomly played, like, 20 minutes a game against. I just... I just never have a good feeling about the, the rest of the, the Grizzlies. Moving on to Milwaukee and San Antonio, it's Giannis for me, and that's it. Giannis and Combo, I think, is a pretty good spend up if you think this game can stay competitive, which it should. Should play 35 minutes. I do like Giannis a lot at the top. Middleton, Drew, the rest of the Bucks, kind of just out of play for me. On the Spurs side, it's DeRozan and Murray. Again, in a close game, these guys should play 35 plus minutes. Um, I think you could run a DeRozan Giannis pairing or even a Jot to Murray Giannis pairing. Um, okay, these guys, and think, have some upside for GPPs. I, I think Yaka Pearl is actually a safer play. Uh, 35 and 28 minutes in a blowout. I think we probably get over 30 minutes from him. Um, he's a decent point for a guy. So I think Perl actually is a pretty safe play in the mid range. Uh, the rest of the Spurs. Like, yeah, you can take shots in guys like Keldon, Rudy, and Lonnie Walker. They're cheap enough where it so it's like, I could see one of those guys paying off. Lonnie Walker started and played 33-20 minutes last couple games. Fair value. And Rudy Gay's been a decent point for a guy off the bench. Should get about 20. A bunch of just like fair value plays. No standouts, though. All right, two games left. Utah and Golden State. Uh, Rudy Gobert at 8-5. I still don't love the price for him. Um, probably not going to go there. Clarkson and Bojan for tournaments look like a good amount. Both should play over 30 in a close game. This is a off-tempo game. So Clarkson... Bojan Madonavich, I think are both good tournament plays. Again, though, like the floor is somewhat low if they're not hitting a shots, right. Bojan, uh, 29, 28, mixed in with a 66. So the upside is there. Just floor a little bit lower. Ingles, I think, is the safest of the bunch. Should get 30 to 35 minutes. Again, we'll do more of the peripheral stats. So Ingles, I think, is the safest play of the, the Utah guys, as always. And then guys like Royce and Yang are fine values. Both had pretty solid games. Uh, a little bit tilted about the big Yang game, because when I play him, he had that one, like, he had, like, three fancy points. Uh, then comes out and plays, gets 35. But, um, yeah, those guys are fair values. All right, moving on to Golden State. So, Steph Curry, I like for tournaments. He'll go a little bit lower on because of the matchup. But right now, he's just a scary fate. I mean, he's put up some big games in blowout 65-53. I don't think he's really a cash game play. But for tournaments, I like Steph a good amount. Uh, Draymond Green at 7 6, I think is a fair play in the mid range. Should play 35 minutes in a close game. This game should stay close. Even though it's a bad matchup, Draymond Green's always someone I'm fine landing on. The rest of the, the Warriors, I'm probably not get to Wiggins or, or Baysmore at 5 2 or Wantoskan and Anderson. Uh, not a ton else here that I have interested in for Golden State. Final game, Houston and Portland. So, we'll start off with the Houston Rockets. Uh, right now, we're waiting on Wood and Linux. My guess is neither play. If one of those guys do play of Wood or Olenek, then I like whoever plays, assuming there's no limit, because it's a great matchup, but they're going to be a super high usage guy that probably plays 30 35 minutes. Now, both are out. It's going to be eight-man rotation. So, we'll start from, from the bottom. DJ Augustine was the absolute chalk last slate. Uh, burned uh, myself as long as everyone, uh, with everyone else. Uh, 29 minutes two games ago. Randomly, nah, I'm just playing 19, 18 minutes. Right? So, uh, don't really think we can trust Augustine, which means he'll play 30 minutes and go for 50 fancy points next game. Anthony Lam- Anthony Lamb was awful absolutely awful 32 minutes eight fancy points after a 27 and 34 fancy point game in there um again don't know a ton about this guy but he's playable because it's the eight-man rotation kind of same with daquan jeffries he had a big game last game but he's not again these guys aren't the best point for guys but they're in play because if it's the eight-man rotation they're all gonna have to play minutes armani brooks has actually been decent last couple games 40 and 27 again playable um, now we get to Kyrie Thomas at 5-5 five, five. I think he's a pretty solid play again assuming both those guys at the top are out, we should get over 30 minutes from him he's been a good point for a guy a guy can stuff a stat sheet went for two blocks and five steals we're probably not going to get that again but Kyrie Thomas I like in the mid-range also KJ Martin I really like he's just playing all the minutes he can handle 44 39 39 even at this price I really like KJ Martin Jay Sean Tate at 6-5 did only play 29 minutes but almost had a triple double so like if there's no Wood a Linux, we got Tate, Martin, and Kyrie Thomas, the guys we feel the best about, and then kind of mix and match the value plays from there. Finally, Portland, if this game can stay close, you could see some massive games from, from these Portland guys. The only risk is there is severe blowout risk. So Damian Lillard at the top, I like a good amount for tournaments. If the Rockets can keep this game close, you could see a 60-bomb from Lillard, who's been on fire recently. Don't mind CJ, now priced below 8K, just been a little bit more up and down. And you guys know I always love playing Nurkic. Look at this. 21 minutes and a blowout, almost 40 fancy points. 21 minutes and a blowout, 42 fancy points. Um, Nurkic, we know, is a good point for guy. And if this game stays close and he plays over 30 against this Houston frontcourt, you could see a massive game from the Bosnian Beast. I have interest in him as well. The rest of the Blazers probably not gonna get to anyone else, but the top three guys are like a good amount here for tournaments, and that is going to do it for the video today, guys. So, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos. You know, to go live, I will be doing YouTube live stream tomorrow, so make sure to check it out. Thanks again, have a great night, guys, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.